Yo, this is Dig, repping Table Manners crew, head of the table bookings in Motown on Mondays, Austin, Texas. Here for the Feedback Podcast. How you doing, Austin? What up, everybody? It's back with the Feedback Podcast, where we talk about everything nightlife-related here in Austin. And in this episode, I sit down with the two pests. One being my good friend Eric Millington, aka DJ Blendy from Four Jacks, and the other just pest. So we talked about their background in the nightlife business. Then we talked about how guys approach women. So they had a lot of things to say, especially when it comes to fashion. And then pest pretty much broke down how to have a proper one night stand, which is very entertaining to listen to. And uh, then we talked about their recent trip to Miami compared to the scene here in Austin. So I love those girls. They're always good to talk to. Um, this one's a good one, guys. And a couple of things before we start. Uh, we're now on Stitcher Radio. So if you have an Android phone, you can just download the app Stitcher. Look up uh, the Feedback Podcast and you'll be able to subscribe and uh, listen to the show directly on your phone. Also, this weekend is Memorial Day weekend. It's always crazy. People go to the lake and, you know, the Monday off and all that. So uh, you guys stay safe out there. There's some really good stuff going on this weekend. So go check it out. Go support your local scene. Support your DJ, your artist, and everything. All right, let's go. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Bag, and today is a little special because I got two pasties in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. You told me to call you that. We have pest number one and pest number two. So uh, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Pestis. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that for me real quick? Yeah, pass. Go ahead. Truly. Um, so a long time ago, I met this girl. And we were chatting about one of her really cool British friends. And she was saying that there was like this club where her brother was trying to get in and his ex-girlfriend didn't want him in there. And so she put him on the pet, the sex pest list. And well, no, he was just going around like harassing girls. And so eventually he got put on a, a sex pest list. And so I'm telling her the story, and we're dying laughing. Shouts out to my girl Kenya, by the way, for this is all for her. Um, but they, so we were like chatting about this, and we thought it was the funniest thing. Literally the next day on the, what was the BBC? Yeah, the BBC. You sent me an article that, <laughs> that read Sex Pest. And, and it, it was this walrus was like harassing a dolphin on the beach and like <laughs> trying to like do it with him. Yeah. And so I immediately thought, sex pest, that's the way to go. I mean, you should just be harassing as many people as possible for sex, especially as a female. So we just started calling each other Quote. pest as a joke because I'd, I'd ask her, I'd say, what did you do today? And she'd say, uh, I don't know, I just pested. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and then the, it became and like... a dolphin? I mean, yeah. I mean, she would just pest on whoever. And, and then she'd ask me the same thing. And I'd say fucking same thing man pested that's what i do every day pest. yeah and then pest it, be- it became like what do you want to do this weekend it was like well pest duh that's like but le- let's go pest around but let like, me just say like <clears throat> for the record we may be pesting constantly 
but it's really just like it's just like we just want to see what kind of reciprocation we get and a lot of times we're like eh, not interested so we're like the sex pest that sex pests but never reciprocates except in very exclusive situations it's surely entertainment I, I, I don't know what to say right now. This is no, quite elaborate. Not. I don't know if there's a whole story behind it. But yeah, so guys, in case you haven't recognized, one of the pests is my good friend Aaron Millington, a.k.a. DJ Blendy. Uh, but before we get into the crazy stuff, because I know you guys got a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, they gave me a preview before the show, and this is going to be a good one, folks. All right. Um, where are you guys from? And how did you... When did you come to Austin? Pest. So I'm from uh, Austin, born and raised. I'm one of those oh, weird people. One of them people. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, so I've been around for a long time. I've moved in and out, but um, I am from here. I've spent a lot of time in Austin, but I've spent a lot of time other places. So if you want to know the difference between Austin and Vermont, I will tell you the difference is Vermont is a postcard. And Austin is a fucking shit show. That's deep. Oh, yeah. Let, let's soak in it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Don't go to Vermont, people. All right. And you're from? I am from Minneapolis originally. And I moved here from San Francisco about 10 or 11 years ago. I'm losing track at this point. Mm-hmm. So what was... I'm, I'm, this is to both of y'all. What was the local seen like when it's when you started like getting into it because you you were a bartender you became a dj uh so how did it what was it like around that time well so i would say i probably got into the austin scene when i was in high school and i was big into the underground hip-hop scene so my very first show ever was in i think 1993 and i went and saw black moon at catfish station and i think there were like 25 people there um maybe not Maybe the first show I went and saw was The Roots, right when they came out with Do You Want More? Oh, wow. And I think there was 25 people there also. Basically, every time I went to a show, there were only 25 were people you, there. Were you around for uh, Hip Hop Hum Day? Did you check that out? Do you remember that? At, uh, Mer- at Mercury? Well, it I was- mean, yeah. Th- that is so, like, that was, that was like, I was already 18 years old. I'm not going to ask you how old you are. I just. <laughs> I was getting in with a fake ID at Catfish Station, 15 years old, like hollering at the door guy, like buying him drinks so I could get in to see whatever the hip hop show was. So you're you're a big hip hop hit? I'm not anymore, but I was then. Yeah, sure. What happened? Have Have you seen the state of hip hop these days? If you dig deep, you'll find some shit. That's true. I dig. I do. I do. I just don't have as much time. That's true. So every six months or so, you just go through and find some good stuff. No, I just call you. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit, I know he was going. I know he was going to come down to that. Just send it my way, baby. Just uh, send nah, it my nah, way. I got to do the homework. Now I send you shit. So you came in yeah. in 2004, five, five, you said? Right. And you and I went to our first uh, South by Southwest together. Yes, my first, too. Even though I've been yeah. there for so long and... Uh, That's when factory people was around and you could still get in places just by knowing where to go and standing in a line. Yep. Like just long enough not to be annoyed. And you have to you have to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the Elijah Wood story. I'll let you do it cuz <laughs> Well, I think back then you were and you still are this way. Like I think I've seen you probably go off 
and drink heavily on a few occasions in probably the, the 10 years I've known you. But Boring. Um, Shut this up, particular time <laughs> when you were with me, which is no accident, there was free tequila. And we were on the rooftop of what was it? Some some garage on yeah. 7th Street. Yeah, I don't know where. Anyway, it was a huge party, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember feeding you umpteen amount of shots of tequila and looking over and seeing Frodo Baggins, Elijah Woods, <laughs> and daring you to scream his name. And you, Frodo! Frodo Baggins. <laughs> well, thank you, because it, now I'm a, I've become a South by Southwest. I don't want to say expert, but I know more. But I know. You, I, you know, I, I used to, like bring you around and now i hold up you. hold up let's just really quick yes, she and best. i we pested it up this last time that's true decided no more music interactive only because the music's <laughs> gone so corporate it's so disgusting there's really not that much interesting going on that isn't already going on wait are we getting on the topic of south by yeah yeah Apparently, actually, it's it's my job. I'm I sorry. just you know I've got my soapbox. I got to get on it occasionally, and I'm on a best, soapbox on best, that. Bestest, yeah. Oh, best. You can call her best. Okay, best. Best is fine. <laughs> uh, let's get back on track here, because uh, it's hard to do with us. I know, I know. This is gonna be a good one. <laughs> so you started uh, what? Bartending. So I started bartending. Yeah, back in 2000 at, when I was in college. At what place? For those who remember. Um. As scary as it's going to sound, I was at the aquarium right when it opened. Holler. Boom. Uh, yeah. I've probably been there three times. It was probably, well, let me just say, Four. Back, back in 99, it was dope. And then. You <laughs> all snickering like, yeah, right. She wasn't even here. It don't matter. It's just, it's fine. Go ahead. All right, fine. Anyway, I learned to bartend, 1999, Aquarium. Then I moved from there to The Drink, which was the place where all the football players hung out. The Drink. And then from there, I went to Red Fez, which was the spot. And I was there from 2001 to probably 2005. And uh, that's probably the spot in Austin that in any way was genuine, dope, music, everything good and organic and authentic that worked was at red fest i think so too we've talked about it on the show before and the the number of djs who went through that on a weekly basis mm-hmm. people were coming up it was good crowd good people good bartenders can i say that yeah yeah <laughs> you can say that <laughs> and uh, yeah it, it was the spot it was the spot i gotta i gotta i gotta give it up i don't know what how to fuck it up but we need to bring that that shit back I think it'd be good. I agree. You know, I think the bottom line is anything in Austin is only hot for a very short period of time, and then it moves on. But there's nothing really hot right now that's authentic like that. So, uh, not on a regular basis. No. Like, like on a weekly that I know of. That's like every day there's something different. Yeah. The way Red Fest had it. Yeah, it did. Miss those days. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just kidding. <laughs> really. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. You have to know where to look, right? It's uh, yeah. I will say that it's not in one spot. Yes, all the time anymore. But that's what I kind of appreciate about Austin right now. Well, that, that's what it is. It is a good thing because if everybody's doing the same shit, every once in a while something pops up, and you're like, oh, if I miss this, then 
you know, I have to wait another month or another couple weeks. Also, on that note, I get irritated with people that only stick to their one scene. I, like, yeah, that's but true Red Fest wasn't one scene. They, that, it no, was it a wasn't. different scene every night. Every night was different. Yeah, it was that's very, how it was. And, right. and not just different, but very different. Yes. I mean, you literally had an entirely different crowd of people that never showed up in Red Fez except for Wednesday night. I mean, Wednesday night was Wednesday night, and you would never see them unless you went to Club DeVille. Right. And Thursday night was Thursday night, and you would never see them unless maybe it was Saturday. Same thing with Sunday. Like, hip-hop night on Sunday, those guys never walked out. I'm just saying those things still exist. It's just now you have to... You have to do your homework. Yeah. And scout around. And be open to it. And you you got to bounce to more than one space. Yeah. And that is my job, I guess. Correct. But I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Check out different things. So, Miss uh, DJ Blendy, mm-hmm. why made you want to get to Behind the Decks? Um, I think that growing up in Minneapolis, I um, went to a nightclub called First Avenue, which is where Purple Rain was filmed. And every Sunday night they had a dance party. And it exposed me to every genre of music. And being so close to Chicago there was a lot of house music coming down. So um, I ended up working at a cafe right next to a famous um, record shop called Let It Be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the dudes that worked in the kitchen DJed. And one in particular was this guy named Chris B. And he worked at both places. So I would just come down on my off days and listen to records. And he would set crates aside for me like you're supposed to Mm -hmm. in a record shop back in the day and i just unknowingly started buying all the records that he told me but it was house music yeah it was predominantly house music i mean it was some hip-hop but it was predominantly house music because that's what he played and i i was curious about it um because there was a really thriving scene there for the dance culture and it was it was very underground Mm -hmm. um and uh i think you know I moved to San Diego and then San Francisco and I think just being around a lot of DJs and having these records, um, it was kind of a no brainer at some point to be curious about getting some turntables mm-hmm. and, and I taught myself all the wrong ways. Really? <laughs> yeah. You had nobody to show you, show you some ropes or, um, I think that I was too shy. I was too embarrassed. So I just kind of wanted to do it on my own and figure that out. And when I moved to Austin, is when I finally sought out actually Daytron Vargas. And uh, yeah. he was really patient with me and was like, you have great track selection, but you have taught yourself correctly all the wrong ways how to do this. <laughs> so um, one thing led to another. And, um, you know, I just started to use my records and um, pay attention to the, the, the actual technique of, but it was records without the computer first? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Props to, props to you on that. Thanks. Props to you on that. And actually, I wanted to to ask, there's a big thing going on about electronic dance music, and Pest, you can chime in if you want. Don't look at me all crazy. Does this have to do with Rosenberg? Uh, I'm hot. About the knobs. Oh, all right. Well, like, I mean, I see, I see, I see, I've seen a bunch of videos, and I've been to shows. I was at the ACL Live the other day. Uh, this guy tried tonal, something like that. There's like a triangle in 3D. Anyway, it's two dudes on stage, and they're playing those. They're playing that 
dance music and all they do is turn knobs but you don't hear anything changing in the music and i'm like so what do all these knobs do is it is the shit all pre-recorded and you're just trying to act like you're doing shit behind the decks it depends um i think you know when you're talking in terms of like edm i think that it has become a bit of a joke in the sense like how much can you get away with being ridiculous and getting paid and being this like huge superstar right, right, dj right. and like I don't know. Is it a joke to just get on there and be like, I'm just going to fuck off and like act like I'm turning a bunch of knobs and watch these people yes. lose their minds? Yes, yes it this is. is motherfucking human nature. We want to do the least amount of work for the most amount of profit. So, yeah, I'm going to act like I'm doing all sorts of shit, but I'm not doing anything. Ugh. Holler. There was a pay me. There was a Instagram picture that Jesse Jeff posted about what's his dude's name again? A-OK the dubs or dubs with a V, I think. Anyway. And it was like, yeah, these guys are just well. The hip hop DJs get really angry because yes. those, those are the guys that really brought it. So, I mean, honestly, there is this great. Oh, so I, do the underground like dance heads. Like, yeah. I mean, if you've come from a place where you've done any kind of work to get yeah, anywhere, but the one came from the other. That's all I'm saying. Like, ha- house did not start and then hip-hop originated from it no i got that i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah so i'm saying they they've got like an axe to grind so they're they're very angry at the whole so thing do, well so yeah as an audience member do you care if those guys up there turning knobs and not doing shit i do well, i mean i don't show up so oh. it doesn't really matter i'm not supporting that scene not in that scene what about you oh, you don't sure. not in that scene i mean yeah i mean obviously if i'm in austin texas i have a hand in who I respect here. Mm-hmm. So even if it's dance music or if it's, you know, hip hop, whatever it is, if I see someone faking the funk, I'm yeah, that I'm going to lose all respect because I didn't start that way. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I don't appreciate that. How was, how was your first gig? <laughs> um, it was awesome. Uh, so I opened up, um, at the time it was being run by, uh, well, we were at Barcelona. You were there, right? Barcelona, yes. I was there that night. Yeah. So um, Garrett was running yeah. the show at the time, who runs Kingdom now. Um, and he put me on to open up for Mark Frina. And it was really fun for me because there was a long time where I didn't... I was about a year or two that I lived here that I didn't tell anybody that I was into DJing. Or very few people know, like Manny. Um mm-hmm. And I wanted to just come out and do a set. And fortunately, it was um, Mark Freno. And that was a really big deal. That's a, I, that's a big name. In that's the, a huge name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about that scene. but Well, I mean, he's one of the biggest producers in the world. Is You know, oh, okay. it, it goes, you know, as far as like jazz and, you know, house. And um, anyway, so it was a really big deal. And I wanted to show up. And I wanted to show up with my records be, and and do a full set on vinyl and there were people there that i knew respected the music and i wanted to come out to them as like damn she can hold it down and match a beat Mm -hmm. and we didn't even know she played records so that was an important night for me and that's how i ended up getting my gig at lanai was out of that night how long ago was that i don't remember eight years ago eight yeah damn seven or eight years ago yeah easily back in barcelona Hey days, I think yeah. that's how you say it. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so. I, w- I want to switch gears, and we'll get to talk about uh, your projects, the Four Jack stuff uh, later on the show. But uh, 
the reason why I had you have you guys on the show <laughs> is I feel like you just started to blush. No, you can't tell. <laughs> you cannot tell when I'm blushing. It's the whole point of being black. It's the whole point. No, you just blush. Nah, I can't tell. Shut up. <laughs> so the reason why I have you on the show is because you guys are, you know, two beautiful ladies go out all the time. You know, well, you go out. Always the two of y'all, which I actually appreciate because you don't do a girl night out 20 deep in high heels and going right. woohoo every five seconds. Right. Not a, that would be. Yes. Really if, I, if I, if I, if I ever, ever catch you going woohoo, taking a shot or any of that stuff. You know what you need to do? <laughs> you need to slit my wrist and you need to do it the right way for me. Just put me out of my misery. If I'm doing shit like that. I'll be honored oof. to. <laughs> Yikes. So. I want I want I want you guys to give uh, guys some insight on how to approach women at the club. I have a list of do's and don'ts here, but um, I want you guys to like to take over and give Wait, us. Your can first. you just read a couple of those? Just we will right. we'll get into this. Uh, never approach a girl from behind. Like tap on the shoulder. Well, you're gonna look at her from behind first to see if you, <laughs> you want to do that. Yeah, but don't touch. Don't go like, uh, excuse me, and tap on. Excuse oh yeah, me. don't Can touch her. Don't touch her. Ugh. Never. No, it's like a dude asking you if he can kiss you. That's like, it's weird. What about buying drinks? What about it? Does it? Uh, is it plus or is that a minus? Okay. How do you? How so do you this take is the that? way that works. So. The reason, I'm learning here. I'm taking notes. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why it's great to buy a girl a drink is mm -hmm. if the girl is a respectable person who cares about her integrity, she will only allow you to buy her a drink if she's interested in talking to you. And then just she'll reciprocate. And so the way that works is a lot of times a guy will walk up and he'll be like, hey, let me buy you a drink. And a lot of times I already have a drink because... That's how I roll. I always have a drink, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't really ever need a drink. But I'll say, hey, if you need a drink, I'll get it for you. If not, then, like, you can get the next round. I'll get the next round, depending on how clever you are. Mm -hmm. But I'm interested in the way you look. So we'll have, you know, this one-minute conversation. And so for me, everything's about reciprocation. It doesn't really matter who opens it up. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's the man because the man likes to hunt. I won't speak for other women. She and I hunt also. However, <laughs> that's not necessarily now you're blushing. <laughs> that's not necessarily the way it's supposed to go down because there is something genetic, I think. Things are changing. It's imprinted in the DNA. That is true. At the end of the day, I mean, why do girls go out? Why do guys go out? We're all looking to fuck. Yeah. Not, no, girls go out to have fun. No, no, if, no, 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 no. That's not true. Really? They all want to fuck, but society told them that they shouldn't be fucking, and so they're acting like they're having fun. But A really, girl's night out, when they roll like five or ten deep, they're not all out to, to yeah. fuck. No, they are. They just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should be. They should be? I mean, so you're I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't cross let me, their mind. Let me ask you this question. So you're telling me... <laughs> That when women have sex, they don't have just as much fun as men. I man. did not say that. I'm, I'm just saying it's then not the top Then why wouldn't the they want to be fucking priority. just as much as you are? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's not the top priority when they're out. It should be. I know, but it's not. You know why? Because society told them they shouldn't be fucking. And you know why that happened? 
because of the Puritan bullshit that started this beautiful country, which uh, I here love. We, here we go. And here we go. But let me just say this. I mean, for a very long time, the only thing that women had to give was their sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. And, and your role in life was to be a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just like run around fucking every dude because if that's what you're doing, then you're not playing the role in life with the cards that you were dealt. However... Things are changing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, women's suffrage, that changed a lot of things. Additionally, the fact that we're now able to work and, like, be mobile outside of the house, like Saudi Arabia, they can't drive. I can drive. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of things that I can do that I couldn't do way back in the past, which have changed the game. Right, right? but but back to your point, it's not, if you think that girls are out to go out to fuck, I don't think it's it's at the top of the list. It okay. should, maybe it should be to you. Okay. Well, let me just say this. Let's but look. At, let's th- look at the powerful women, mm-hmm. and they're just going to be a stereotype. For right. example, Jennifer Lopez. Have you have you seen the dude she's running around with? You're telling me she doesn't want to fuck. I don't know what she runs with. Madonna. Have you seen the dude she's running around with? They're all like 22 year old fucking hot as shit motherfuckers. So once women get power, once women have enough to sustain themselves, mm-hmm. they're out to fuck. Yes. Exactly. Now, if you, you, said, you but you said should, but I don't think it's a reality. When, it's not you, the reality because society told us that, otherwise. That's fine. That, society told me that's that, fine. Right. That, so he's saying put, put society aside because right. it's if you get into that, it, it's. Too, I'm just saying when it, when a girl calls her friends and say, "Oh, it's Saturday, let's go out." Oh yeah, I'm a yeah, right. but it's right. all, no, I no, I got it. But I'm saying the essence of what she's doing is she wants to fuck, which is why she wants really hot dudes to come over and talk to her mm-hmm. and, and ask her to buy her drinks, even if she gets to refuse them. Right. But every every woman wants to feel Look, wanted. Back. Everything in the world is about sex, except for sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and there goes the quote. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I, I stole that. By the okay, way. well, okay. Let, then let me let me ask you this. Then, how should someone approach you? Like, what are? I'm not talking pick up lines. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't give me the got to be confident and and all that bullshit. Well, I before. You answer that question. I would say that the majority of the time that she and I are out, it's all one big, like, joke, sociology experiment. Like, hence pests, right? Because it's, like, all coming from, like, how far can we push this envelope and see where this night goes and just have people react in ways that, A, we think they're going to react or... I mean, surprise us so if you're a dude i mean i'm not talking about the typical female you're asking the question towards us th- that's and fine. correct me if i'm wrong no Go i ahead. think the majority of the time if someone's coming at me with like something really clever or Give an example um coming up to me and um just f- making a joke that I don't know. I'm try- I don't have a story. Like, I don't have something specific. It just... That, well, I, I'll just say, like, the other weekend we were in Miami and, and this mm-hmm. um, very beautiful Cuban man walked over and everybody was, like, running into us and it was really annoying. And he, and he walked over and he was like, people running into you is really annoying. And he was running into us. And so, it was, you know, it was kind of cute. It was kind of dumb. But he... <laughs> Actually, basically, he was, no, that he was really good looking. He was really good looking. It didn't really matter. <laughs> <You're> just, uh, <laughs> so you, you did entertain it because of that. 
Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Obviously, everybody knows that you're not going to entertain something in a club if you're, there's no physical attraction. That would be silly. That's true. So, like, a really disgusting person walks up to me and they're very <laughs> clever. I'd be like, hey, you know, maybe later you should write me a letter and never look at me again. <laughs> I might go home and but take a shower and come back. But I'm not interested in ever seeing you, you know? But... I mean, this guy, he, but he, but he did have a sense of humor about it. Like he, he got that there was a situation that was annoying and he commented on it. So to some extent he got, now he's just hot. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to be all deep and shit, but no, it was just a hot dude who walked up to you. Well, I mean, the other problem was I couldn't even hear him, but I was like, what are you saying? Okay, there you go. There you go. Is is that, (laughs) is that annoying? Not being able to hear somebody? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're in a loud place, and yeah. I don't know, when people talking to my ear, it tickles. Maybe, maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, I don't have an ear fetish or anything, but I just want you to come over ear. and do the back dance. I'm be like, hey, hey. No, but it, it's... it's um, uh, I don't think there's any one specific approach to... There's okay, not, but okay. there's a lot but of But I don't. will say this. There's, there's there are a lot, a lot of, don'ts. of don'ts, right? That's what I'm saying. There aren't that yes. many do's, but there are a lot of don'ts. Yes. So, for example... Always walk up and just be authentic and genuine. Yeah. Don't walk up and be cheesy and weird. Don't he do was- something outside of the box for yourself. Like so if if you're if you're only comfortable with saying, Hi, my name is Bob, then that's what you should do. Because you can't do anything else because you're only comfortable being Bob. Mm-hmm. Well, the girl needs to know that too, because she might be into Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Bob's. <laughs> hey. What about um when you're okay, this is kind of outside of your your scope, but you've probably seen it. Say you have a group of four or five girls, because let's face it, you guys are the only two that I know that just it's just the duo. There's nobody else. We but, have our bubble, yeah. But when girls go out, it's a it's a expedition. There's a chaperone. Yeah, they, they roll all deep. draft together. Uh, they Isn't don't leave anybody behind. Stuff? They don't leave anybody behind. There's always one who's, who drove and she's not having fun. Yeah. There's always one really bullshit. drunk that they're dragging around. Yeah, there's a drunk one. There's the one who's never happy. There's the one who has boyfriend drama. There's the fat one. Yeah, always. Oh, <laughs> that too. She so, can be fat. She so if you're, if, you're a dude, if you're a dude and trying to approach that, how what, what, what would work? Uh, trying to approach that shit show? Yes, because they try. It goes back to, I mean... I mean, now it, you're getting into a club where we're popping bottles and it's like that whole scene, right? Yeah. Well, whether... whether I would say buy a bottle, invite the girls over to the table. It's not that hard. That's the only way you can do it with a big scene. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you're trying to pull one girl out of that group, like, the she drunkest feels... drunkest one in the pack, just like animals. I mean, but very, very right. often she feels loyalty to her girls. And so it's going to be, it's going to be, like, you're going to, you're going to pull her out for a little while and somebody's going to come get her and or she's going to go back into the pack. So you got to get the pack involved. you got to somehow engage the entire exactly. pack. When you walk up, don't just or go eat, for the weakest one or in the eat, pack. Or eat all of them, except for the one you like. <laughs> Go say hi to the fat one and <laughs> make her feel make her feel comfortable. Everybody loves to be acknowledged. I don't care. Okay, what about at first sight? Uh, and that's that's getting that's going to get into yes. fashion. Yes, and I know you guys got shit to say about that. So, what what works? What doesn't work? Um, can I just say something real quick? <sighs> you have a mic in front of you. I have a really big pet peeve. Okay, so generally speaking, men. 
have really, really, really awful feet. I mean, this is just this is just status quo for almost any man I've ever met in my entire life. And I've met, you know, like at least five. <laughs> so <laughs> I am going to say that Sometimes. they always have creepy feet. I mean, it's just like that's the deal. Dudes have creepy feet. Get a also, mm-hmm. I don't really like feet. I don't think anybody does except for the people that like feet, right? Like, otherwise, you're disapproving of them, and then there's the yeah, fetish but... people. Okay, go okay. Ahead. so carry on. Let me get to my point. My point is, is that if a guy is wearing something where his feet are showing, oh. fail, big fail. Like, you got to be a surprise. In yeah, club? I mean that would be that would be like me going. <laughs> let me yeah. think of the one thing on my body that's the most it's like disgusting. The now I'm going to showcase it. Like, why would you showcase your fucking feet? And I can't not look at them once they're out there. I don't like, give I'm going to sh- look at them. I don't give a shit about feet. I care about that you have some good shoes because men's fashion oh, is pretty... Oh, so you're saying that there's some good shoes that show feet? No, I'm saying that I want you to have good <laughs> shoes that usually does not entail them showing their feet. Are there any good shoes you can think of that show feet? No. There you go, my friend. There you go. That's all I needed to say. It's not about the feet, though. I think it's just about pulling the style together. It doesn't take much for dudes, and that's what's frustrating. I think, especially here in Austin, right? Oh my I don't, I don't, god! I don't. I think it's. And if we talked about it on the last show, uh, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of flip flops or sandals all the way around for men or for women going. I don't care. I'm gonna say like accidentally all the time when I see these goons wearing flip flops or Tevas or Birkenstocks or. I don't know anything that shows their feet. I always accidentally step on their fucking feet with my stilettos. <laughs> accidentally. That's That was best for you. Always. <laughs> and I'm like this. I'm so sorry. Sorry about it. I'm fucking sorry. So what What do you What do you suggest? What What works? Is it the collar shirt? The, the hair? I... Okay. You're a makeup artist and, and well, all that. I'm a I'm a hairstylist. That too. Yes. Um, not a makeup artist. Um, I think that it's it's pretty easy for dudes. Just if you don't really know, get a good pair of dark jeans that fit you well. Go to Nordstrom's, ask somebody. Um, invest in a good pair of jeans. Invest in a good pair of sneaks. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I, Chuck T's are always no brainer. Or just you know, just have some good jeans. Just a plain shirt. If it's the winter, you could layer with a good jacket, like have a scarf, like just, it's not hard for men to have a proper watch, have a good time. Proper piece. watch? Just have a good time piece. Like, I, I didn't know that count. <laughs> I mean, it does, it's not that it like is the be all end all. I'm just saying if yeah, yeah, you yeah. are going to go the step above and rock some fashion, mm-hmm. like men have it pretty easy. Yes. Go to somebody who does your hair properly. Don't go to the chop shop and think that you can get away with that. Like. We have to step our game up, seriously. Yeah. And I think so. Like I was saying in, in the last show, for the longest, longest time, I did not wear, I didn't go out without wearing a collar. That was my rule. Like, I can't, I, I have to have a collar on. And then I was like, eh, this is Austin. Fuck it. But when you go outside and you go to those big cities and you're like, look, you can't look all. Here's what I also don't raggedy understand. But, that, but that's the thing is like, you don't have to rock a collar. You just have to rock something with style. No, it was just so my rule. It, that yeah. was just my personal rule. If, right. if you're not, if you're not willing to like push it style wise, then yes. Oh, and here's a good tip. Here's a good tip for you, men. 
the best thing to do, I think to do is, and this is what I actually tell women too, is go through like a GQ or go through whatever magazine, start pulling tears, like rip out pages from the magazine of men's style that you like, mm-hmm. go to your closet or have a sister or friend or whoever pull the things that you have in your closet that look like the photo. Mm-hmm. And then whatever's missing from the photo, that's what you go out and buy. Now you're not buying the same thing all the time. You're going to up your fashion. And there you go. Now you have a complete look put together. And I say the same thing for women. If you don't know what to wear, go to those magazines and look at what is inspiring you, what you like, compare it to what you have in your closet. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, you can even go to Buffalo Exchange and well, buy and, something and that if looks you don't, like... Yeah, if, if you, you don't have a lot of money, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you do have to pay attention to what's going on in fashion. Well, and the other pieces, like for her, she's actually like, acting like these people have taste if they don't have any taste then they can just go look at us magazine and look at like whatever celebrity they like and just wear what they're wearing on the celebrities are just like us page and just do that yeah lazy that's even easy i mean i'm just saying there are a lot of people that that can't look at a fashion magazine and understand this falls into a lot of like if a dude approaches me at a bar Mm -hmm. and i'm looking at him and he has the knee down syndrome which is what i like to call it the, the what the, knee down? Uh huh. The knee down syndrome, where I'm like, I like everything that's going on up here, and then I look down and I'm like, wow, you have some like tailored light colored jeans with some like flip flops. I'm gonna be like, that's way that's waist down. Yeah. Well, point being, I'm mostly looking at yeah. Do you think that's something a lot of girls look at when a girl when a dude walks up to them? Yeah, like we the look, way they look straight at the dick always. <laughs> Um, I know a lot of girls that talk about men's shoes and like if they see a dude is like rocking some really terrible shoes. Depends. Depends on the woman. I mean, if he's got a big wallet, maybe they don't. I was going to get into that next, actually. What about guys that show off their money? Hmm. I mean, that's doesn't work for us, but that works for many, many, many women. So I can't speak for them. Shaking the money around like, hey, I got bottles and I don't get that. I think that those are two separate shows. Okay. Yeah. We'll go, yeah. We, we're, going, mean, we're going into that. No, all I can say one. is that the entire, like we were just talking about how sex is about everything. Mm-hmm. That's just because we're all supposed to reproduce, right? That's like geared into us. We're supposed to have a baby. <laughs> Should write a book. Well, obviously, I <laughs> well, mean, I'm saying, obviously I don't want to have a baby with a guy who has no money because I need his resources to help me with my baby, especially because when I'm raising this baby for three years, I'm trapped and I can't do anything for myself because I got to breastfeed. I got to carry the baby around. <laughs> Baby's giant pain in the ass. So, I mean, I need my mate to want to stick hey, around. To some also, I just have to say this. The majority of the time when you see us out, any of you out there listening and you see us in our bubble, this is usually what the kind of shit we're talking about. So <laughs> I mean, if, if, if the mystery is there, it's all been revealed I mean, it, right it, now. It is, it is a social experiment you guys <laughs> go through every time. Every time. Every time. And, and right, you know, right. on that note, there there is a book in the works. And a Are lot you of, serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're running this down. It's true. You're not serious right now. Yeah, we are. Are we? But mm. listen, so I'm just going to get back to the end I of this so. before this goon erupted me. And all I'm saying is the reason women care about the billfold is because we're literally stuck with the baby for three years. We're supposed to have the baby. And we need the whoever to have a big enough billfold to help us carry this baby around and breastfeed it. And you're going to find that dude at the bar. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever makes you That's where I'm going to find the dude. Really? Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you have an announcement? Look, like back, to these are the only places I go. Bars and bars and other bars. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not trying to have a baby, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, I have my own money, so I'm good. I just have it like in my savings account, and I'll just like tap into it <laughs> if I end up with a baby on my titty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do. Thanks. So bottom line is... Uh, get your shoe game right. Yeah. Just, is get, that what get, you got out of that conversation? I guess, yeah. Uh, girls go out to fuck just like we do. But they won't admit it. They won't admit it. They can't do it properly. And they do want to have fun. And uh, yeah, so do guys. It's girls not out. Let's all go out and have fun and dance and put our purses together. I mean, it's not It's not the 1960s. Like, we're not trying to go out and hold hands and stare in each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they stare at their phones Blue instead. Moon. Right, exactly. That's, Modern love affair. So what about uh, um, asking for a number, uh, Facebook, how soon is too soon? Is there... You know what? I think that uh, social media is always a safe way instead of a phone number, which is kind of like the cool thing about now is you can be like, hey, are you just, are you on Instagram? Blah, blah, blah. Like, are, you know... That feels weird. Does just- it? To me, it does. Hey, are you on Facebook? I'm gonna look yeah, you I don't, up. Yeah, I think that's, I, what, that's basically what that says. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that. Um, well, I guess in terms of networking, which you can always play it off like that. Like, oh yeah, I'm back, and I run this. You know, the feedback and blah blah blah. Are you on Instagram? I'm gonna tag you in this. Like, that's such an easy approach. Yeah, but it's also like a really broad intention approach. So you, I mean, it depends on like how forward you want to be and whether you want to like. Just Here's like, my card. Like, Contact I mean, me. for purposes of effic- well, efficiency, you should just be like, look, I'm interested in you. We should go out. Let's do this. Right. You and I. What's your phone number? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not interested in efficiency and you want to like, you know, like grind it out, then, yeah, you can be like, you on Facebook? What's your name? <laughs> well, and I think that's the other point is like, I think women do need to start being more aggressive in the sense of being like, hey, I'm not interested. I like to That's, say assertive as opposed to aggressive. Because you think a, yeah. a lot of them are just like playing along and then at the end. I think on the that. Kickstart. Yeah. I, I mean, think we all I'll, like gazelles and y'all are the lions. But yes. Well, like, and I think we. I'm a gazelle with really sharp teeth and like huge mm-hmm. hind legs. <laughs> yeah. But bunny. if, if you're weakest bunny. one in the pack, we'll go get you. Uh-uh. We're coming for you. Uh-uh. That's how that's how it works. Watch National Geographic. Oh no, that's I know. how they hunt them. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't be the weak in the pack, because someone because we're just standing on the on the outside. Hey, or Are a you? baby. Huh? Don't be a baby either. <laughs> no, true. Lions eat babies all the time. They do. Yeah, that's really creepy. Back. Yeah, I, I had to <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> no, but as a dude, we stand on stand on the outside. We know. We don't. We're not dancing. Because we don't start the dance floor unless there's a girl on there. Unless you know how to dance, that's another thing. But, um, and we just watch. The same way that when girls walk in, they, they kind of have their, they scan the room. It's okay, there's a creepy dude over here, bartender's over there. I think they do that. Or Correct me, if, if, am I wrong? or No. You scan the room, right? Mm-hmm. Guys do the same thing. We walk in, we scan, we're like, okay, there's a group of two, there's a group of five. There's a group of 10. That one's kind of hot. I know I can. I have enough money to buy enough drinks for this pack, but not that one. Seriously. We I'm scheme. just listening. No, I'm we're, just listening. We're, we're, we're schemers. It might not look like it, but we're schemed the shit out of 
she she had a scene. And the fact that I think I feel like there's all these dudes right now that are going back. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. They already know that. I don't think it's it's like fucking. We uh, know your secrets. It's not government fucking create you know secret shit. I think we know we know men's secrets. No, but I mean it. It is a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And but see, this is what's funny is that the more work you do, and if you pull it off well then I know that even if you don't have enough money to buy me as many drinks as I need to go home with you, at least you're clever enough to get to like the fucking first or second base, right? That takes something. Very elaborate scheme you got to do. No, I'm just saying like a very clever man is almost as good as a rich man because that means, you know, the one could lead to the other. That is true. That is true. That is true. Right. So all I'm saying is like if you, if you, you pulling me in, and you've got some, you've got, you've got a little bit of wit, a little bit of cleverness. All right, I'll see make, it out. Make your laugh, crack jokes. And then, contact, but you also have to smile. show me how big your dick is at the bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that Sorry. is a running gag. That is a running gag. I know you just you just said that. <laughs> when, was the, when was the last time that you asked a dude, "Hey, whip it out"? And uh, you did. Um, I think like three weeks ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In the, at the bar. Yeah. And you were like. Hmm. Okay, buy me a drink. What happened after that? No, 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 no. 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 Oh my God, buy me a drink. I don't know. Hey, depending on how big his dick is, I'll buy him drinks all night. (laughs) 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 I'm not trying to like have him buy me drinks. Sorry, water for you. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, you can't buy him too many drinks because you, you know, if it, yeah, you need that (laughs) shit to like go down. But it depends. I mean, it depends on what's happening that night. Hey, get back on the mic. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what's happening that night. If if my if my night is about getting laid, then yeah, it's very important. When is I, your night not about getting laid? You just said that women, when they go out, that's a top priority. That's true, but I might have gotten laid earlier that day. How does it matter? Well, because I'm 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 satiated. I'm good. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to just kind of like Recycle. feel it out, see what's going on. Stop no. blushing over there. I mean. <laughs> It also depends on like who I'm fucking at the time, and I might be fucking that person in a allegedly monogamous way. Okay, go back. So the dude you asked, how did it come about? Oh, how did I ask yeah. how big his dick was? Okay, well, so I was doing a proper one night stand, and this is an important thing for women to understand. If you, <laughs> women pull out your if you want to do a proper one night stand, you need to know it kind of, sort of ahead of time, which. I think we generally do. Like when we want to get laid, we get it. Do you? Okay, sorry. So you roll in and you find the 10 in the bar, right? Because I'm not going to one night stand at fucking six or seven. Like I'm going to one night <laughs> and stand at 10. And you got to be impeccable. Well, and I'm just saying like women can, women, most women can one night stand at 10, right? Because dudes will take it. So we'll take anything when it's one forty five last call. Yeah. Shit. So you find the 10, you go up to the 10 and then you tell him, <laughs> Like, what's up? And then you, you get... You, you do. Well, no, not me. I'm saying women. Ah. And so you ask them, you're like, well, get your dick out. Let's let's see how it looks. Because you certainly don't want to go home with a 10 who has a one-inch penis. <laughs> because that is not going to get you anywhere on your one-night stand. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you. That, that, look, that's understandable. So anyway, so you ask him to get it out. And, and he generally will if it's big enough. And if it's not, or if he's in some way like being weird and prim and proper, he's not a good one I stand anyway. Because you want him to have like maybe like some kind of like 
vibrating something or other in his nightstand and the prim proper guy probably doesn't have one like i feel like i'm catching flies over here <laughs> <laughs> wait so when you meet when the guy walks up to you can you tell within the first say 10 seconds whether or not it's worth the time i wouldn't say 10 seconds okay 30 seconds mm. five for pest here uh, no no i mean it depends on what we're doing well, okay. I have lots of meaningful relationships with all sorts of men, and it and you know it took him like fucking eight hours to kiss me. But if I was just saying, mm-hmm. if I wanted to have a one night stand, I would do it like this. I didn't even get done with it. I mean, in the end, at the end of the whatever, the you know you partake, it's great. His penis is large. I hope he does it right. I thought you were telling your story about how you asked the guy yes. to whip his dick out. I thought that was this was the story. Now, how did you? So that happened three weeks ago, and so basically, yeah, I think. Oh, I wait, think a lot. Wait, of, yeah. No, that did not happen three weeks ago. The guy getting his penis out—that did happen three weeks. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. Yes. So I think I think the majority of the time, what she is up to, if I is just observation. I think the majority of the time, it's like, oh, <laughs> this is a big funny joke. You think that you're gonna handle this, so it'll be like, oh. You think you're hot shit. Get your dick out. Let's see where this goes. Oh, yeah. There's and if, that. if he can, that's different. <laughs> if he can hang, then he'll be like, oh. but a lot of times it's like more romantic than that. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she likes about to, 20% of the no, time. I'm just saying, like, like, I'll say, she like, likes to finesse sure. I'll just say, like, I really love a nice penis. Can you get it out in the moonlight so I can look at it? It's very romantic. You know, like something like that. And then, you know, with, with that voice, too. Right. Right. And I'll be like, Hey, that's really sexy. And then we'll Pour like, out. <laughs> She's like, next. Um, nope. like, what about your friend over there? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like bring him over. Well, we don't have the equivalent to that. No. And that's the point. That's something that we also talk about. Like women can do a lot to put things on stage. Men can't. And that's like. The funny thing well, about I mean, the let me joke just say about this. being like, I mean, "Hey, get your dick out!" I don't the think bar. there are a lot of women who are asking men to get their dicks out at bars. Okay, yeah. so I'm just you saying. You think so? I don't think so. Oh, okay, good. No, <laughs> I mean, I think that I represent at? like point zero 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 ninety nine <laughs> to infinity of the women. Right. I behave poorly. I don't. Get <laughs> I mean, like we're talking me, so it's cool. And I'm also like very much about efficiency for you and for me. So <laughs> it's important for that guy, like, dude, what if he buys me like four drinks and then we go <laughs> home and it like, it was like a $20 cab ride. And then I'm talking to his roommate and it's like this big whole thing. And then we get all the way to the bedroom and we've been like making out for an hour. And then he gets his dick out and I'm like, I feel sick. I got to go to the restaurant. <laughs> I mean, womp, 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 I mean womp. I'm just saying like, I'm doing him a favor Bye. also. Right. I mean, I am. And I'm just like nipping it in the bud because She's teaching women how to get to the point. Well, I'm just saying also, yeah, the, but, but, you, but, the other side of that coin is if he gets his dick out and I didn't ask for it, then I'm going to report him and he's going to go to jail, right? Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, I think when it comes to hooking up at the bar, women have the power. We can't do shit. Because you don't know, one, you, you drink, two, it's in the dark, three, it's loud, four, you don't really know what you're dealing with. And also, dude, we wear fake booties, fake bras. Look, I, I know you eyelash. fake know. hair, fake eyelashes, fake eyeballs. Yes. <laughs> so, but we don't give a shit. But you don't want to step. No, you don't want to overstep it. You have to do that. Walk up and say, 
you know, come up with some cheesy line and then you know, you know right away that, yeah, I just want to bang you and that's it. But I'm just saying that there's so much work involved on our end. And at the, and at the, at the end of the day, you guys call the shots. Well, there's a lot of work involved for those girls, too. I mean, let's face it. Like, yeah, they had to put ready, fake titties on, <laughs> fake ass, fake you eyelashes, fake eyeballs, see, that, smile and laugh at your jokes. I mean, it, I mean do, you know, do you know how much uh, frustration you ever seen a dude at, at 2 a.m. outside who didn't get no numbers? Fighting another dude. Fighting another dude just to get the rage out. He's going to sleep on no, a kickstand. No, I've never seen that. It's, that's weird. And I'm eating a burrito on the yeah, corner. Yeah, and you're just sad. <laughs> And and you just sat and you're just like I I nothing I got nothing tonight and and at that point they could have taken anything so take away the uh, fake eyelashes the fake booty pop things and the push up yeah. bras and all that stuff we don't care our our priority was not met your priority I, I'm, hey my priority wasn't met either otherwise I wouldn't be eating a burrito. <laughs> Or or pizza. Yeah, but you you get you had fun with your friends or dance. Yeah, my problem is I didn't meet a ten. I was out all night and I didn't meet one ten. So I was like, eh. <laughs> I like how go this show just turned to how to have a one night stand. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. How to have a proper one night stand? Uh, Pesto over here is giving you uh, a, bu- <laughs> a, a bunch of advice. She's, Very valuable. This advice. is one of the chapters in the book. It is indeed. It is indeed. Well, no, and I'll say, like, serious, a lot, I, like I really the other night, so I'll just say, we were in Miami recently. Yes, actually, yes. good segue, because I was going to get to that next. So, yeah. <laughs> How did it apply over there? <laughs> How did that theory apply over there? Uh, well, okay, so the theory over there applied as, we don't have a theory. We just walk in and figure it out, mm-hmm. right? So, occasionally, you meet, like, a really hot person, and they're, you know, they don't have that much to offer with regard to what I need intellectually, Sometimes you meet somebody. Intellectually, you're just trying. No, I'm not oh. always trying to get laid. Sometimes <laughs> I'm trying to be stimulated mentally. There's ah. a difference. At the club with loud music playing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not dumb. Yeah, no, I go to the club and I look always to be stimulated in any fucking way possible. <laughs> and sometimes intellectually happens. Ah. Miami, that was the case. As crazy <laughs> as that sounds. I immediately, like, this guy came over he had a beautiful body, and his friend was the same. And we chatted, and things got... Were you, were you in there? No, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this conversation. Oh, shit. You left, you left your best alone? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> how would... How dare... Oh, she I can f- handle her own. Well, all, I'm saying, no, all I'm saying is that we, we like ended up really bonding with these people and making kind of friends for life. You were there. Yeah, no, she was there, and she made no, also... I was talking to the DJ. I was, like, listening to the set. It was really good, by the hey, way. Hey, apparently she's got issues. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but she has some. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. So what's what's it like uh, over in uh, Miami? In Miami? How's it dif- yeah, how's it different from here? Is there anything that you saw that has shocked you? Yes. What? Really? Okay, the best and the worst part of Miami. I love to do this with cities. Like, what's your favorite thing? What's your least favorite thing? All right. My favorite thing about Miami is there's a fucking DJ everywhere you go. My least favorite thing about Miami is there's a fucking DJ everywhere you go. <laughs> Nonstop. So it's just like, I always feel like I need to be drunk or like on some weird drug, which I've never done before. <laughs> <laughs> and... With, like, some dude who has big muscles whose shirt's going to fly off at any moment. They all look like that? 
I mean, kind of, except for the hardcore hipsters. Oh, they have hipsters in Miami. Oh, yeah. Like the ones we have here. In- oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, so, we okay. chilled in like a hipster area. Yeah, so we basically were like in the downtown, mid, like was midtown area. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. midtown. Yeah, so um, we got advice to go to a couple places. Actually, this um, was it the Wood Tavern? No, well, yeah. So we were told to go to an area called Wynwood. It's an up-and-coming area. Yeah, it's like, like the east side now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so this restaurant that we went to is really dope. Like, inside, it was, like, you know, all Shepherd Ferry and, like, artwork. Oh. And there were, like... And there's this huge art park outside where they throw this huge barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really sexy space. The The food looked sexy. The people that were working there looked sexy. Like, it was that in, in terms of being, like, this is how you think Miami should be. But there was also... There was substance there, and it was, like, a bunch of really good-looking people that, yeah, that had style. But and they probably, didn't, it wasn't a South Beach thing. It was, yeah. It was more like a good-looking place in Austin would look. Yeah. So were people st- stuck up? Did Were people no, dancing? No. There- no, and actually the DJ that was there was outside playing all vinyl, and I was really impressed with the spot. We hollered at him for playing all vinyl, and he was really, like, ingratiated. <laughs> was it, was it EDM we, or hip-hop? Hip-hop. Top 40. It was hip hop. Um, but I think more than anything, like in Miami, there was a lot of like too cool for school shit going on there. But at the same time, it's really easy to come off as as if you're too cool for school. Also, mm-hmm. you just have to like throw the same vibe out there. And then outside of that, everybody was really cool. And there's kind of I felt like most of the places we went to in this one area oh. were just like Austin, except for cut to 8 a.m. We're on a street corner fucking drinking Duvel out of a bottle. <laughs> that place was really cool, though. But it literally Wait, it, was. It, it, uh, it goes late? Oh, my oh, God. That, yeah, that was the best part. Yeah. That was the best oh, part. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. God. It, oh, was it the best part or was it the worst part? No, it was the best <laughs> part. Until 8? Yeah. No, we started at like midnight. That's not true. Yeah, we did. We Oh, we started at 11 in the afternoon all day at the pool until 6 p.m. And then we slept and woke up at 11. With burnt asses. Yes. <laughs> so here's my suggestion. When you and go to Miami. And then we went out until 8 a.m. When you go to Miami, don't think it's funny to lay on your stomach and FaceTime everybody you know with bottles <laughs> of champagne. That's a bad idea. Don't order bottles of champagne at the pool, period, S- ever. Anyway, yeah, we bur- third degree burns. Just kidding. Um, so, yeah, there. no, this one place we went to is called The Corner Bar. It reminded me of, like, you know, some really cute bar on the east side. Mm-hmm. Um, the drinks were fabulous. It had a lot of character. But that's where we ended up. And, yes, they – so it doesn't stop there. So so you go to a different spot after a certain time? Or yeah. Just yeah. All night? So we ended yeah. up we ended up going two nights in a row to this place called Bardot, which was the shit I saw – or we saw well, – it, it was the shit, like, two years ago. And then it was, like, not that cool. And then, like, recently it got really cool, and then lately it's not been that cool. I liked it. Anyway, I thought it was a legit spot. But I, I was just saying with the locals. So you can, you can oh, drink yeah. all night, pretty much. Yeah, I, I mean, Yeah, until like, four. And then I kept you, having this panic. Like, we got to hurry up. It's last call. And, and it never happened. It was just like, <laughs> and before I knew it, I'm like, you know, there's like, shit going on on the street, and I'm dancing during, you know, holding my are, beer. Are the people pretty accessible? Yeah. Huh. Can you just walk up and yeah. chat yeah. about shit and it's not like everybody is... No. See, I have I have this... Well, I mean... I do I, have this idea that Miami is 
like it is it's fancy no, it, and it everybody's, is. No, it everybody's is. somebody who wants okay. to be somebody okay so yeah so we we hung in miami proper we didn't do the whole south beach thing which is, is that generally that is? yeah that's an which area is, that's not which like is her. where like you go to the beach and it gets a little bit different we went and hung out where locals hang and that's kind of a different vibe than than the the fucking saudi arabian prince who flew in to like do it up and pop bottles all night mm-hmm um but that's what we were looking for we, we yeah we went more, for more a local vibe like very because i wanted to down I, to earth. I also wanted to be like okay we're going into miami on a you know it's like not you know music festival or blah blah blah. i also wanted to look at if if someone were to fly into austin on a non-festival weekend like what would Which their experience <laughs> exactly right yeah what would their experience be like of austin it'd be kind of skewed and like yeah is this how you know the majority of the time people are always fucking complaining about the scene oh it's it's not this it's not you know chicago or it's not miami or it's not new york blah blah so having that experience going to miami on a non-festival weekend and being like it's the same shit here dude like there is a pretty good dj who's a resident behind the decks Mm -hmm. the crowd is this place isn't overly packed but it's a good spot and it's a local place and they know this DJ. So people are coming out to support, but for the most part, are people dancing? People are dancing. Not well. Though. Is there, is there anything <laughs> that you saw over there and you were like, Oh shit, Austin needs that. Well, I think not even having yes. to go to Miami. I could say Drinking that at 6am. Yeah. Whoa. That too. We have to change the law for that. I, I, man, that's my biggest thing. Yeah, that thing you brought up on the last show. Was a I good mean, point. honestly, I think London did a thing with that because the problem is when you have a cutoff time, all the drunk people get on the road at the same time and cause accidents, yep. and it's a problem. And or all the drunk people walk out of the bar at the same time yeah, and exactly. get in fights. I had a report. And or all the drunk people get out on the sidewalk. And I had to report fuck. a cab driver the f- for the first time in my life, actually like three weekends ago. And I know you talked about that on your last show about what a problem it is to get cab, getting a cab yeah. now, which Austin just needs Uber. Yep. We need Uber to compete with the cabs so does here. Miami. Yeah. Wait, but, is it, is it a bunch of, um, strips of bars? Yeah. Like different pockets, different yeah. areas, yeah, different yeah, pockets. Yeah. Different pockets for Can sure. You, yeah. But you can't go from one to the other without really, taking no. a, a Yeah, cab you got you gotta get in like a ten minute cab. Oh. But shit doesn't close, so you right. have plenty of time. No, it's like you you're not in a huge <laughs> pack's like I'm planning my trip right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm off to go, so if I want to spread feedback over there, I have to go myself and assess well, we the situation. Some, some places. Why are you coming with me? Uh well okay. <laughs> Holler. That works. Um, Go ahead. No, I was pretty impressed. I mean, and, you know, that's always my beef about Austin. And I think that has to do a lot with, like, you know, there it being such a college town here that people have a tendency to, like, go out and get really fucked up first before they get on the dance floor. Um, I think people in Miami are used to the dance culture, so they just walk in and start dancing right away. You don't need to get to a certain level of, you know, being intoxicated to, like, let loose. Well, when you have that much time, yeah. your, your goal is not, no, I'm going out changes. to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm going out. If I end up exactly. fucked up, then yeah, it happens. It's, yeah. the same in, it's the same in Europe. When I was, yeah, and when I was a bartender in New York for a long time, and, and the drinking time was at 4 a.m., and so we never had the same situation where all the people were drunk at once. It was like just kind of a random person here and there, and it was always accidental. Hey, we both have lipstick on the mic. It's really funny. It's like a 
Uh, I'll, I'll keep those on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean the, the the thing is when you when you know everything closes at two o'clock, people don't get downtown till about eleven yeah. eleven thirty. Right, yeah. By the time you park mm-hmm. and you walk, you go to your first, you go to a bar, yep. order your first drink. It's already midnight, and you so you just go at it, you know, rounds of shots Shot, and everything. Shots, By the yeah. time it's one, you're yep. fucked up, and then everybody gets kicked out at two o'clock, and then the people bitch because there's drunk driving and. There's no way to get home. But I'm like, well, there used to be those spots you can go to afterwards. Yeah. The end ups and yep. all No, that. it's a total trap. Like, it's a total trap. There's no, there's not enough, you know, public transportation to get people in and out safely. And then to get a cab now. And like, you know, like I said, I reported a cab driver recently because um, he I got in his cab and he literally refused to take me where I wanted to go, which is illegal. And mm-hmm. When I mentioned that to him, it like enraged him and he ended up picking up, you know, more people like along the way. It, it was, it's just like, what is going on that, you know, now I'm thinking like, wow, it's just better to probably drive my car than to worry about this. So like, um, yeah. just FYI, everybody needs to vote in the new city council election, which is going to occur in November. Thanks. So yep. look at who is representing your district. We're moving from seven one mayor large to ten one, so that's a big deal, and everybody should show up in November to vote. Thanks, done. Yeah, <laughs> you did a little bit of work there. No, I'm just saying the taxi drivers have a huge lobby at city Not, council, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have really like made this issue what it is, and they've got a good argument. I'm not going to get on board on it, but you know. Vote well, for city council. I, be, I, a, be a part of our local city government. There was, a, and I Agreed. talked about it on the last show too, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, now, if you leave your car downtown and you choose to right. take a cab or bus or whatever, right. you bring your ticket to the DPS. Yeah, or no, which the, I didn't know. That's that's yeah. I just awesome saw that a few weeks ago. That's awesome. Then you get uh, your fee waived. Right. So that's that's a step forward. Definitely something that people should keep in mind, even though it's a giant pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But you might meet a person with a large penis. <laughs> your 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 uh, bus driver might have a huge dick. Okay, so what what was the um, the crowd like when you went to a place? Was it mixed? Was it mostly white folks? Was it mostly black folks? Puerto Ricans? Miami is Port- No, Miami is Cuban, right? Cubana. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, my yeah, it's very international, and I would say like the places that we went to it was very Latin, very hipster, but very Latin. So it was actually interesting because most hipsters have very little in common outside of the fact that they're hipsters. <laughs> but these people were like hipsters, but they were also all speaking Spanish to each other. Is that was that hot or something? I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know that it was hot. <laughs> it's an observation I had. I mean, I personally thought that it was the same thing as in Austin, except now we're in Miami and everybody is you yeah. know, from a different country. It's, you know, so the, the, it's very South American. What, what's the closest thing to Miami that you see here? As far as bars, maybe that Rio spot? No, the place that we went to, the corner bar. That, yeah, um, that's definitely Austin vibe. It, it was so Austin. It like, what would you compare it to? Definitely somewhere on the east side. It was like, like Whistler or something. It was, it was, you know, just a cool, like a lot of crown molding, just very like kind of, but very old, old school, very all wood. Yeah, mm-hmm. mixed drinks like muddle drinks, like a lot of mixology. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people do um, bottle service there. Yes. I mean, is that, I, that the thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah of it's course. It's a thing everywhere now. No, I mean not here anymore. <laughs> not not as much. Not as much. People shy away from bar, from uh, bottle service now because you're stuck in one place. Yeah, we only have three hours to drink, and you're stuck in one place, and you always wonder, oh, it could be dope somewhere else, and then you're just options, options. Exactly, exactly. So people shy away from uh, bottle service unless you really want to show off and right, shit right, right, and right. get the group of ten girls to <laughs> exactly. come drink your shit. Yeah, I do that, but nah. No, no, no. No, it was just, it was uh, entirely too expensive, which I expected. And um, all around, you know, I don't, I didn't observe it having anything outside of what Austin has, except for the beach. Hmm. So what, what, you give me some like top three places to check out over there? Bardo. Um, was it uh, Wynwood? Wood. Wynwood. No, 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 just Wood. It was wood. Oh. That, it was that wood. One bar. I definitely checked the corner. Corner. Yeah. Yeah. But that these are all places in Miami proper. So um we're not talking beach. Yeah, we didn't, we oh, didn't okay. party in South Beach. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go check it out myself. So if you guys go out there, go check out those places. And apparently it's like Austin. <laughs> so fuck it, stay here. <laughs> <laughs> or there's that. as well. Yeah. And wear no, flip flops. Cool. <laughs> but get get your get yourself a, a pedicure. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we've been talking for an hour. Let's uh, move on to a little game. Let me ask you some questions. They're nothing crazy. Uh, so as you know, the Fun 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 Fest lineup was announced. Mm. Uh, did you guys see it? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. All right. Um, who is not in the lineup? Uh, Judas Priest, Chromio, Genuine. Death Cab for Cutie. I know this one. I'm gonna say Death Cab for Cutie. She would be wrong. I haven't Chromio. Yes, that dumb overplayed motherfucker is not in the lineup lineup yet. This I can't. Yeah, there's Nas and Genuine and Atmosphere. Aww. Have you heard their new shit? I kind of fucking like it. I haven't heard it yet. It's good. I will get it. I will get it. I I love me some Atmosphere. Minneapolis. Uh, Next question. White boys rapping. And some of them really good. Very really good. I, I need to school you on some hip hop because I don't think you could. Do you? Yes. And I will school your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that is a challenge, pest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does Mopac stand for? <laughs> I th- well, I guess. I, okay. I think it's Pac Man's dumber brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pac Man and Mopac. <laughs> Right, right? No? <laughs> Hold on. It's Pack and more Pack. Uh, <laughs> or Bigger Brother. It's uh, the Missouri Pacific Railroad. Exa- exactly. Pac Man's dumber brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Name this bar. It's on the east side. Uh, it's between two bars that refer to a city. And you know the clue? I, I need another clue. Okay. It's named after the National Prohibition Act. They're th- named after city? It's between two bars that refer to a city. Jesus. I'm On the east side. Oh. Um, wow. What was the National Prohibition Act? What was the name of it? 
that started prohibition. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bar named Weed. Come on now. We're both dumb. Clearly. <laughs> okay, wait. You've been there. Wait, where are we? <laughs> on the east side. Okay, I'm on the east side. Well, you're sitting on the chair right now. And then, okay, yeah. And then, and then what's happening? There are two bars. The, two b- the bars on the right and on the left both refer to a city. Mm-hmm. One to a city in England and the other one to a city here in the U.S. Oh, Bra- Brixton. Yeah. Okay, what's the other one? So White Horse. Are you talking about White Horse? Mm, <laughs> <laughs> it's her favorite place. Orion plays there on Saturday nights, if that helps. Volstead. Oh, there you go. Volstead. The Volstead Act. Exactly, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I, duh. All right, next one. Um, I always call Volstead Hotel Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're connected in the, on the patio. Oh it's no, I got place. it. I just, <laughs> I just always Volstead. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, what bar would you recommend to the audience on what nights and why? In Austin? Yeah. <sighs> well. Let's say you're off on a Friday. Well, it depends on what you're up to, right? So if you want to. For you. For me, if, yes. if well, it depends on my mood. So if and I want to, depends like, on what's happening too. Yeah, like well, there's okay. Like vinyl uh, room is super dope, but yeah. it depends on when. No, the vinyl rooms genuinely pretty like a legit spot to go to. Um, we like hanging out on Rainy Street quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Bungalow, uh, Blackheart. If you want a more like chill, but still be amongst people kind of vibe. Obviously, if you're gonna go west. Mm-hmm. Um, you are probably going to end up at three places, Dirty Bills, uh, where else? <laughs> Sorry. Like, Kung Fu. Yeah. Uh, hey, you're just there to do shots. Yeah. You just need a pickle shot. I don't cool. do, I don't do pickle shots. I can't. And then brew change because you're going to go say what's up to Mike Swain. Yeah, yes. exactly. All right. All right. Mike Swain. Uh, last question. Oh, and then we're probably going to go by Star Bar because it's really good people watching. And then maybe, just maybe, we're going to run really quickly <laughs> past Key Bar and see if there's anybody cute outside. Because you can see into that bar without actually having to go in. Only good thing about that bar. That helps. Have you been to that pop place yet? Not mm-hmm. yet. No. Actually, it's I just got cool. an invite. I know, I heard. It's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. Uh, all right. Next question: Where did Craig end up getting the napkins in the last show? Dirty Bill. Oh, where did he go to get he the napkins? He went to Passport Exchange to. Um, Dude, I think he went to um, Jay Black's. Yeah, yeah, that's where he went. Jay Bingo. Black's. He's like, I just pass right. But he didn't know why he ranch. went past the ranch. Past yeah. the ranch. Yeah, yeah. no, because he said it was easier to just get into. It just seemed easier. Which, which isn't true. See back. We listened to your. I told you to listen to it. Well, no, that's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, Real quick uh, plug shout outs. Actually, I want you to talk about that four jacks thing you got going on. Um, Okay. So four jacks is a collective and it's myself, uh, DK, Mark Denham and DJ Jamon. And we play mostly Chicago Jack and house music. Um, 
Which, if you don't know the distinction between your house genres, please school us because I don't. Let know. me break it down. Um, the shit that we play started in the '90s, so it's derived from a lot of you know R&B and hip hop, and it's got a bouncing bass line, little booty, and that's it's usually got vocals. Um, I like that part. So, yeah, when people talk about house music and then they go, oh, I like what you guys play. That's usually why, because it's it's got that um, that influence. So um, our next show that's coming up is going to be on um, 6-6. That's going to be at Plush, uh, 612 on at uh, Kingdom, which is on a Thursday. 6-6 is on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 619, we do every third Thursday at Lanai. So, um, definitely come check us out. It's, uh, it's super fun. I think, I think we have a good vibe going on with the three of us or the four of us, like three of us. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good stuff, guys. I mean, it's not that, uh, what I call door slamming house music. It's more. What do you, what what does that mean? Door slamming house music. Oh yeah, it's just that like door slamming. It's that's like minimal. And yeah, there's like. there's there's a build up, and then wait for the drop, and then the drop, and then you put your hands up and you uh, fist bump in the air. No, it, it's got soul, and it's yeah, got, exactly yeah. that's what that's what that's what I like about it, and I and I can actually vibe and dance to it and not just hop on one spot well and for the record there are a shit ton of b-boys that actually do make a living off of going and dancing for house music so it's not just like what you might have experienced in austin which is just like big club minimal like Mm -hmm. house music yeah like what we do is definitely super underground and it's got soul and funk and so where can people uh keep up with you um they so for jacks it's uh number four j a k c sorry for four j a c k z at facebook and then um me personally i'm at she blends on twitter and i usually uh post all of our shows and the haps of what's going on with uh the dj <laughs> stuff um <laughs> And yeah. What about your hair? What about my hair? You want to plug your? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your time. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That uh, was impressive. She forgot about that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I throw down on some hair as well. So um, just you could hit me up on Twitter. Aaron Millington Hair. Dot com is my website, and yeah. Cool, cool. What about you, Pest? Um, so you can find me nowhere. My name is nothing, and I don't <laughs> want to talk to anybody. <laughs> unless you, unless you're willing to pull your dick out. No, no, I don't want to talk to those people. Dude, you don't ask a guy that you want to talk to to pull his dick out. You ask a guy you want to fuck to pull his dick out. <laughs> ah, I got it totally Eureka. wrong. Oh, oh, my my apologies. <laughs> Thank you. I am sorry. Just recognize. I got you. I got you. And I'm, not gonna... I'm, not, I'm not saying by any means that that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just saying when I'm trying to do it, I'm trying to be efficient about it. And that is out of respect for you, the person I'm trying to fuck, and me, the person who's trying to fuck you, who won't fuck you if it doesn't look like it's going to work. Do you see what I deal with on a daily basis? Oh, <laughs> uh, she's a pest. So all right. <laughs> I want to say one more thing about, um, on 
the DJ front. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and call out um, to all the DJs. Uh, yes, we need people to support our scene, um, but we also need to support each other's scene. So if you don't venture out of your kind of genre, I'm gonna say come out, support. I try to do my part mm -hmm. on just showing some love. Doesn't matter. So I'm just calling out. I'd appreciate the same respect, just even if it's not your shit. I know a few people have been really good like that just to come show some love. You've been actually good like that. So I appreciate you for that. So go check it out. There's, there's Too long. Didn't read. <laughs> TDLR. I mean, there's something for everybody here in Austin. So you got And you might not even know. You might not even know you don't like it. Exactly. Or you like it. Yeah, anyway. You got to try it first. Uh, all right. On that note, let's see what else is going on this week. Uh, Thursday is a 90s hip hop party over at Vinyl with DJ Dig, Kiss Slice, and K. Cali. Yeah. Uh, no cover. If you haven't been to Vinyl yet, it's pretty cool. Go to Chicago House on Trinity between 6 and 7 and go through the secret door and you'll find it there. Uh, next day, Friday, uh, Stephen Molly's performing at the Mohawk at 7 o'clock. Uh, brought to you by Proper Entertainment. I had Chris Proper on the show a few weeks back, so go check out that show. Uh, so that's going on, Stephen Marley, All Ages. Um, I think it's like 26 bucks uh, online. You can buy your tickets online. Uh, then there's the Respect the Architect Tour uh, Blueprint album release with Count Bass D, uh, DJ Red Groove, and DJ Notion. That's at Holy Mountain, Friday, 9 o'clock. $10 at the door or 12 if you're between 18 and 20. Uh, so go check that out. And Saturday, Mike Love uh, is performing at the Symphony Square on Red River and 11th Street. Uh, I think it's around 7 or 8. Um, so I'll have the link anyway. Uh, $10 uh, pre-sale. Go, go check out some live show, guys. There's a lot of good stuff coming around. Uh, and Sunday is New Jack Swing with Kiss Slice, Protégé, and Mike Swing. So all the 90s hip-hop, R&B. You got to check out our promo video. I'm in it. And we'll do a little Friday, a uh, little Friday edition, the movie with, you know, Ice Cube and uh, Chris Tucker. You haven't seen that video yet? Bye, Felicia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's going on sun uh, Sunday. And there's also the ninth annual Memorial Day White Party that Toddy B has at Terrace 59 on uh, speakeasy going on 10 p.m. Uh, gotta go check that out. So that's it. That's all I got. All right. Hey, can I uh, kick your ass on some Super Mario Brothers now? You're not ready. <laughs> you, you, you did not just say that. Yeah, dude. We've done that. More importantly, can we get your dig out and measure it? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, have to cut, we're gonna have to cut the mics off. I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Make sure you comment on Facebook, uh, follow on Twitter. Let me know what you think. We got some good guests next next week. Or send a dick pic. Not to me, shit. Don't say that. Look, if you say that, I will put He'll your picture on it. He'll just pour it on. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> I will put your picture on there. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you, back. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming. Thank you, Pace. Thank, Thank you, back for having Thank us. Thank you, Blendy. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Why they behave?